It's Topics, the podcast where two comedians discuss serious topics in a serious way. Although, if something funny happens, that's okay too. I'm Michael Liam Black, joined as always by Michael Showalter. Hello, Michael. Hi, Michael. Always great to hear your voice as we delve into another hot uh, uh, episode of Mm -hmm. Topics. (laughs) And if I'm not mistaken, uh, you're hearing my voice a little... More, uh, a little more clean this week. Yes, we are. Um, you, you, you really sound great. I'm really getting some of that deep chest resonance that I, I love so much when I see you in person. And uh, yeah, just some technical fiddle faddling got us, uh, got us over that audio hurdle. And I'm, I'm mm-hmm. happy to hear you in all your audio resplendence, Michael. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, it's always good to uh, be here on the show with you, um, and. Uh, I am glad that a little bit of the uh, voc- uh, technical issues have been, as they say, dealt with. <laughs> <laughs> well, a little bit about the podcast for some of our new listeners. And, uh, you know, we're, we're getting tons of them every episode. So it's great to see that kind of year over year growth. The first rule uh, with topics is maybe the most pertinent. And uh, that rule is there are no rules. And I'll unpack that very briefly if I can. What that means is we really strive to keep this a free forum for conversation, for ideas, sometimes for disagreement, and every once in a while, a little bit of humor. We try not to place any limitations on the podcast. And in that way, we feel like we really get into the juiciest stuff. Mm -hmm, Anything mm -hmm. to add to that, Michael? No, I think you. I think you. I think you really need to hit the nail on the head there. Yeah. Um, we're trying to create an environment where everyone who comes on here feels free to voice their opinion, speak their truth, and 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 we want to just really get you know our hands deep inside, um, just the juiciest, yes. um, tangiest. Uh, sometimes if it's tangy, if it's bitter, if it's tart, uh, and once in a while it's sweet, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm, and once in a while mm-hmm. it's umami, which is mm-hmm. such a mysterious mm-hmm. taste. Can you talk about that taste a little bit? Umami? I'm, I'm, I, I know of it. I don't know. Mm. I, I don't know if I could, um, identify it. Well, it, it's, uh, it comes from the Japanese, mm-hmm. uh, ooh, which in mm-hmm. Japanese means, uh, uh, other and mm-hmm. mommy, which is just it, same in English. It's, it's mommy. mother. So mm-hmm. it, uh, other mother. Yes. Yeah, so it's the other taste or the other mother. And it comes from the Japanese practice of breastfeeding on other people's mothers. And, mm-hmm. and you get a unique taste because each mother produces different milk. And ah. that's where umami comes from. That's so interesting. Mm-hmm. That's so interesting. Well, you get into the etymology of these things and, mm-hmm. and you discover things known and things unknown. And Michael, uh, you were reading a, a listener email this week that you I shared was. with me. And I, I was hoping you could share it with some of our listeners. Uh, yeah, well, we have a very uh, active uh, email exchange back and forth with our listeners. Um, it's a vibrant way for us to interact with uh, the, all the study groups, and, and all the study groups have captains now. I don't know if we've talked about that, but um, we, in the last couple of weeks, have asked that each study group elect a captain because we're talking about creating some charters and these kinds of things. I don't know if you want to mention any of that. Very Mike. briefly, um, the 
the podcast itself has no rules. But what we have found with the study groups is some of them really do need rules. And rather than have a kind of hodgepodge mishmash of uh, laws and bylaws, we're trying to formalize what the rules should be for study groups. So to that end, each study group has a captain. Uh, Each captain belongs to a region. Each region has a delegate. And then sometime in the next six months or eight months, we're going to get all the delegates together and we're going to uh, create a study group constitution. Well, we're calling it a charter for now. Um, I think that um, we're a ways away from actually printing the, it as a constitution, but that's the you know that's the the really long. Well, view. you know that you and I, and, and again, I don't. I, I hope this isn't a semantic argument. Um, but we were talking about creating a compact first, then a charter, then a constitution, mm-hmm. just just to keep things. Uh, on the up and up, because it's it's so important to do these things in a process. And there's that word again, process. Mm-hmm. And so when the delegates arrive and we haven't picked a place, it's not going to be the Pine Barrens. We know that already because it's booked. Uh, but there will be a place for the international delegates to arrive, the domestic delegates to arrive. It will be in America. And, and we honestly, we haven't even figured out how we're going to create the charter that creates... No. And uh, by the way, Mike, I'm, I'm charter constitution. right, and I'm I'm all in favor of the compact. Uh, my thing is just I don't want to rush into a constitutional signature, you know, thing where we're already um, publishing the constitution. I think this is something that we should allow to take some time. And if if it's the compact or if it's a charter, and we want to let that just stand as a temporary uh, set of guidelines while we're really trying to figure out what the constitution is, to me, that's okay. I think that's okay, too. And and I should have prefaced my remarks by saying the ultimate goal is to create a constitution. Exactly. I just I exactly. skipped a couple of steps and I yeah. shouldn't have. And I apologize yeah. to anybody mm-hmm. who might have been confused. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, a captain of the study group, one of the study groups, uh, sent this email. And, and why don't you just read that for us? So a uh, gentleman named Alfonso Cali- Calias, Calijas, I can't, I'm not... C-A-L-L-E-J-A-S. Calejas. Calejas. Uh, And he writes, hello, Michael. Michael, um, he is talking about, he's been um, listening to the the podcast for a while. He's a captain of a study group. And he wrote that um, he uh, proposes the topic of the unknown. Hmm. And he writes, I realize I know almost nothing about the unknown. And then he says, what do we know about it? Why, why do we want to know about it? Is it okay to not know about it? Um, and I just think that that's a really, could be a really interesting topic for the show today. Well, when, when you read that email to me, I mean, that just set off a kind of dialectical fireworks show between the two of us. And we were up until about four in the morning talking about this uh, mm-hmm. yesterday into, the, into today. And uh, so why don't we get our beaks wet with this week's topic, the unknown? Now, now before we really delve into it, I want to also mention that Alfonso Calejas made another point in his his, uh, letter to us. And I think this is exactly what the purpose of the convention is going to be when we get into the charters and stuff. But he proposes a second rule. Hmm. Um. 
which I think is interesting, which is he proposes a second rule, Michael, which is that you must follow the rules. Mm-hmm. Well, that really uh, creates a kind of uh, conundrum, doesn't it? Because, of course, if the first rule is there are no rules, and then the second rule is you must follow the rules, uh, it almost becomes paradoxical, doesn't it? And that, that's, there's that word, paradox, and it's so delicious to just kind of sink your fingers into and knead that around a little bit and see if it rises. Uh, what a delicious paradox that is. Well, but I mean, I think in a sense, by creating a rule that you must follow the rules, and if the only rule is that there are no rules, then in a sense, you're guaranteeing that the the, the outcome that we so desperately seek uh, of, of a creative arena where people feel free and unfettered, that word unfettered, uh, from the Norwegian, the Norwegian word fetter, fetter uh, that in a way, that's almost guaranteeing that we get what we want. So yes. um, I'm going to put that into the, uh, you know, the... We'll put it in the TBC envelope, which is to be considered. Yes, exactly. Uh, and I do think it's a, it's, a, it's a worthwhile suggestion. I do think we want to put that to committee at some point and, uh, and kind of turn that over. So... Yeah, put that in the TBC, um, and let's proceed. Let me just yeah. quickly open that up. I have that in a Google Doc. So let me just... And uh, do make sure that you uh, upload that to the cloud so that I can access it, because I want to make sure that I download it to my desktop, well, just so I have it in a, in a place where I can, I can see I'm just- it. I'm just going to share you on it. I mean, you're already shared in this in this doc, but yeah. I will send you a notification that I made that change because right now I'm putting it in right now uh, that we want to, I guess, take a vote. Or maybe we should just do discussion first. I think I want to put it into consideration before we do yeah. discussion. Yeah. Oh, okay. So right now we'll just put it into consideration that the second rule be that you must follow the rules. So, okay. And I'm sharing you on that. Do, so. do me a favor. Can you also just text me a reminder? Yes. Uh, just to make sure that that doesn't mm-hmm. get lost in the shuffle because mm-hmm. so many things do these days and we still lead such busy lives. Um, and so often, you know, just returning to, the, to the, the topic of the unknown, the things we lose are lost. You know, the, the, sometimes the known becomes the unknown. Do you see? Yeah. And we call that entropy, don't we? Yes. Yes. When, when information is dispersed into chaos, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. The, the, the organizational structures dissolve and what was once cohesive now becomes incohesive. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's that word again. Mm-hmm. Uh, in, in, in cohesive. Yes. Um, well, why don't we start with just in general terms, what do we know about the unknown? Mm. Like, ju- let's just lay out some groundwork. What, yes. what, let's 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 put. Imagine that we're uh, putting objects on a table. What are the things that we can say we know for sure about the unknown? Well. You know, it, 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 the first object I'm putting on the table is a big, uh, a big fistful of nothing, mm-hmm. because the unknown to me, once I name it, 
once I can hold it in my hand, once I can see its structure, once I can sense its being. It's known. It's known. Now, what we know about the unknown, of course, is that the unknown is, which is to say, we know there are things we do not know. Well, let me ask you this. What what could be a framework for us to possibly have a conversation about something we know nothing about? Mm. What does that make sense? I mean, can you frame this discourse in mm. some way so that 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 there's some way for us to even attack this subject that w- about which we by definition do not know nothing? Know nothing about. Obliquely, yes. Obliquely, we can do this. Yes, of course. Re- refractorily, I think we can, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we can erect a kind of uh, a scaffolding upon, upon which to surround the unknown. And even though we can't peer inside because no light escapes from it, much like a black hole, we can see uh, the boundaries of what is known. Of course, we can walk up to the edge of the unknown and we can peer over. And what we see, of course, is just an inky blackness, an inky blackness that stretches into infinity because we cannot know not only what is unknown, but how much is unknown. Well, it really gets to the heart of the matter, doesn't it? Which is, I'm going to go to the oldest sort of uh, question, uh, Zen question out which there. Came which first, is the chicken or the egg? Well, there's that. And I was also thinking. What's the um, oldest profession? The hooker. Well, I was, it, that these are all good ones. And I was thinking, um, if, a, if a tree falls in the woods, did it make sound? Yes. I mean, if I, 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 if no, I hear the no, tree, it clearly no, made a sound. I, Yes, yes. Caught did, me in a. I catch you red-handed. You caught me in a flub, Michael. <laughs> you caught me in quite a flub. Yes. Um, if a tree falls in the woods and there's no one there, there's the key. It, there's the key to it. Did it make a sound? Hmm. In other words, does sound exist without there being someone to hear it? Right. Right. Does light exist without there being an eyeball to see it? <laughs> well, of course, now we're talking about uh, uh, relativism, aren't we? What is what in relation to who or whom? Do you see? Mm-hmm. Yes. If we are alone in the vacuum of space... I'm, I'm, I'm going to just create a kind of uh, thought experiment now. We're alone in the vacuum of space. We, we, we have no coordinates. We have no way of knowing where we are. We have no uh, visual uh, uh, guide posts to, to, to steer us. We're just alone. What, what, what about food? Do we have food? We have food. We have oxygen. We have everything we might need to survive. But we have no sense of where we are and we have no visual cues to help us. Are we moving? Are we stationary? How fast are we traveling? Where are we going? All of these things become unknown. Now, we know there's an answer. 
but we cannot determine it's and it's indeterminable because of uh it's it's our relationship to time and space no longer exists do you see and there's that word again space time if i'm in a room Mm. that is totally dark yes no light can is is no light is getting into the room. It is pitch black. Yes. And I hold my hand in front of my eyes. Hmm. If the room is pitch black, I will not see my hand, correct? That's correct. Does that mean my hand isn't there? Hmm. It's unknown. It's unknown. It, and impossible to determine. I mean, I suppose if you turn on the light. Well, yeah. If you turn on the light, you would be able to see. You would be able to see. But, but you would, you would uh, depending on how long you were in that room, of course, you might be temporarily blinded because your eyes mm-hmm. need a moment mm-hmm. to adjust, adjust to the that light. Word, that word. Yes. Well, and it's all an adjustment, isn't it? Isn't yeah. it all an adjustment as we, as we proceed through this life? Uh, you know, we, we know there's a future. But what the future holds, of course, is unknown. Mm-hmm. There's possibilities. Well, this is what this is what made uh, the the writings of Nostradamus yes. so so enticing. Yes, because he promised us he promised us something, didn't he? Yes, he promised us something that was heretofore unpromisable, wasn't yes. it? Yes, yes, that he could see into the future that he could know that which was not knowable right and of course he he predicted hitler and uh if only if only we had read nostradamus more carefully we could have gone back in time and killed hitler which would have saved so many lives i'd i'd like to i'd like to flip the question if i can and uh i'm uh I'm employing the there are no rules rule because I'm, I'm, I'm taking it into a conversational detour, but I think it may prove illuminating. We say we cannot know, we cannot know the unknown. I'm going to flip that. Can we ever know anything for, for sure? Can anything ever be known or is it all ultimately unknown? Hmm. That is really interesting, isn't it? It is. Well, math seeks to say that there are absolute facts mm. that one plus one does equal two <laughs> does it and that that is something that we know for a fact is true an immutable law of the universe you're saying mm. Mm. but mm. are there you know you know we, we, now we're getting into the the multiverse theory when so mm. many uh universi are bumping up mm. against each mm-hmm. other in a kind of frothy mm. Uh, universal soup, mm. and does one plus one equal two in all those universes, or or is it? Can that be uh, fluid? Uh, can that law be fluid in uh, mm. in another space time? And so, so are you saying that everything is unknown? I'm that asking actually, the question. <laughs> Believe me, that actually, I don't have the answer. So therefore, what we know simultaneously, we also don't know. Yes. In other words, everything we know. 
at exactly the same time that we know it, we also don't know. That's right. And we began this conversation with umami, the Japanese term uh, for other mommy, but it also calls to mind the Japanese concept of yin and yang, mm. you know, those two Siamese twins. This, this duality yes. that exists, this... this yes. This feeling that uh, every reaction has an opposite but equal reaction. Yes. And yes. therefore, that which we know is also, by, uh, by definition of the umami theory of uh, no, no knowledge, uh, is also that which we do not know. Yes. Yes. We can, we can drill down uh, as deep as we want to go into any given topic, into any given uh, quantum of knowledge. But in the end, there's always more layers, aren't there? There's, mm. always, there's always further to go. And mm. we never pop out the other side. No. No, we, we don't. It, it do folds we? in on itself. Like, uh, and again, the Japanese have a word for this, origami. Yeah. And that's the whole point, isn't it, of, yes. this, of this podcast, which is we're not seeking to answer any one question we're not here to uh well we're say, not we're not pedantic are we no we, no no, no. we're not te- we're not teachers no we're not teachers no we if are, anything we're students we're students uh we are we are we are simply uh, no, we're trying. We're very good students. We're we're explorers. We're, we're, we're in a sense we're TAs. We're we're adventurers of the we're we're adventurers of the mind. Yes, yes. Um, but unlike Everest, you know, when when Sir Edmund Hillary conquered Everest, he reached the summit, and he mm. and he was able to say, "I can go no higher." Mm. But uh, we go we we go higher. We go higher every time. Mm. And I like your TA analogy. Can, mm-hmm. can, you, can you dig deeper into that? When I say we're students, and I'm, I'm just going to unpack this very briefly. When I say we're students, yes, that's true. We are asking questions like students do. But we're, we're smarter than most of the people listening to the podcast in so much as we know which questions to ask. And, 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 and we're holding the umbrella well, uh, and we in have, the middle of Times Square saying, follow me, follow me, I'll take you to the sites, you know. Well, and we have privileged access to, yes. the, professor, to the professor, don't we? Yes, we do. As the, as the TAs, we can call the professor. That's right. And we can say, professor, professor, we have a question. Now, does the, the, the profession, the, the professor doesn't always answer, does he? No. Another word, for, another word for professor in this case is muse. And another word for muse in this case is God. Mm-hmm. And another word for God is, is uh, ultimate knowledge, which of course we've already determined is unknowable. And there we are again, folding in on itself, creating paper crane after paper crane after paper crane. And some might grow frustrated and weary at the journey. I don't. I grow invigorated every step I take. Well, and that's my point. That is exactly my point, which is that the journey, that journey, that word, Mm. jur, jur. Yes. I think that's a Yugoslavian word, jur. Yes, well, it's for step. Um, and then knee, knee, which, which of course is the knee. Mm-hmm. Um, step using your knee. Mm-hmm. Bend at the knee to take the step. Right. 
And in doing so, well, you propel yourself forward. But it doesn't matter where you're going. That's right. That 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 and that is the ultimate message of of not only uh, this particular topic, which is it doesn't matter where we're going. That's right. What matters is that we are moving towards something. And what we're moving towards ultimately is nothing. And that is the er topic, isn't it? But nothing. it's also, it's nothing and everything at the same time That's though, right. isn't it? That's isn't right. it? Isn't yes. it? It's both at once, yes. isn't it? Yes. Isn't it? Yes. Isn't it? Yes. Because zero is a part of every number, isn't it? Yes. Every number has a zero built into it well, somewhere. It's, because it's buried deep inside of it, isn't it? Every yes. number, it, it's as if every number has a hidden dimension. Yes. And so when, yes. you say one yes. plus one, when you say one plus one equals two, I might respond, yes, but what about zero? Yes! Yes! I see that. It's just a hidden dimension curled up inside of every number. Yes. And within every zero is every, is every other number. Yes. Because every number has, every number, it, it, its potential begins within zero. Yes. Do you see? I do. And so these dimensions are curled up inside one another, one another, one another, and it spirals into a kind of delectable infinity that we can only just begin to grasp. We can just begin to look at it and peer over the edge. And that's what I mean. We look into this abyss. We see it stretching into infinity. It's nothing and it's everything at the same time. That's what infinity is, I think. Yes. It's nothing and it's everything at the same time. That's infinity. That's God. That's the universe. Yes. That's numbers. That's thought. Well, and it's music, isn't it? Yes. It's everything and it's nothing. It's love. It's war. Yes. It's the sound that a baby makes. Crying. It's the sound of a wind chime blowing a, a tune through bell in yeah, a tree. Well, it's a, it's a leaf on the tree, isn't it? Yes. It's all of it and none of it. It's both. It's binary, isn't it? Mm. Yes, I mean, the yin and the yang. We, we talk about computer code, but I think the Japanese invented it when they invented the yin and the yang. Mm-hmm. They created, they created the digital realm, which we find ourselves living in. Mm. Maybe it is the matrix. We can't know. It mm. is, therefore, unknowable. Well, Michael, I think we've reached the allotted 80%. I don't know. I don't know. Well, we can't know. Have we? I don't know. Maybe we have, but I don't know. We can't know, but we can speculate, and we can, we can grow closer to an answer, but we can never arrive at it, and that is... This week's journey. Um, for the study groups out there, I would encourage you to um, an assignment. I think this week would be to get some construction paper and a box of crayons and create a kind of graphic representation of the unknown. Uh, this could be in the form of a pictograph. This could be in the form of a doodle. 
maybe you want to uh, uh, create a mobile or use your construction paper and make origami. The oper- mm-hmm. it's, I don't want to limit how you do it, we've, but do well, we've use tried, construction paper. Well, I know we've tried this in the past, and some people use the crayons to write poetry with, uh, to write, they will write something out. So, I mean, you can use words if you'd like. Words, words are fine. Um, I do think I, I'd mostly like to see pictographs this time, if if possible. But if if you need to express yourself in a different way, that's also fine because, of course, there are no rules. Um, as very good. The, yes, very, very good. Very good. Um, I, I think the study groups have a lot to chew over this week, and mm-hmm. uh, and I don't uh, know. I don't know if they do. Well, that's the point, isn't it? Yeah. That is you the see, point. You see how I did that? Mm-hmm. You turned it around, and in doing so, you reflected uh, the topic back in on itself into a into a kind of hall of mirrors, and uh, you know it's it's a lovely image to leave people with this week. Um, will we be back for another episode? <laughs> we don't know, but uh, but I certainly hope so. As do I. Hello. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Topics. Please help us get the word out about the show by writing us a rating or a review on iTunes. If you'd like to write to us a question or a comment about this episode or any episode, please do. Our email address is topicspodcasts at gmail.com. Thank you. This has been an Earwolf Media production. Executive producers Jeff Ulrich and Scott Aukerman. For more information, visit Earwolf.com. Earwolfradio.com The Wolf Dead.